Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Usually, if you collide with a police vehicle, there's a strong probability you're going to get arrested. And such was the case early Saturday in Hennepin County, Minnesota, when an unidentified man ran into a patrol vehicle operated by a deputy with the sheriff's office. Authorities there haven't released much information about the incident, just that the man was injured and is recovering, and that the sheriff there has asked the sheriff in an adjacent county to investigate the circumstances leading up to the accident. But we do know two things. One, the man in question was definitely water skiing at 6.30 a.m. and definitely ran into the sheriff's office patrol boat. <laughs> Two things, Cliff, that will yeah. get you uh, in a lot of trouble. What's that? that? Well, one of them is anytime you hit a police vehicle of any kind, whether yeah. it's a car or a boat or anything else, yeah. and crashing into the Merrymobile, that will oh. make me mad. Oh, my goodness, yes. yes. If you hit the yeah. Merrymobile, I'm going to be all over your case. <laughs> Well, this morning, Cliff, things started off really nice here at Country 98. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What's, going, what's going on this morning? Well, when I came in bright and early, about a quarter till four, yeah. I saw on the countertop here a little note posted, a little post-it note. Yeah. And okay. on it, it says in big, bold letters, mm-hmm. defund the DJs. Now, look, we don't <laughs> need that. We were never funded in the first place. Exactly right. How can we be defunded? Yes, look at my checkbook. You'll know there is no funds in there to defund. It's like someone snuck in there and left a small protest sign on the console. That's exactly what I think, too, Cliff. And I'm trying to figure out who would come in here and put a post-it note like that that says defund all the DJs. I can only think of one person. Oh, yeah. The boss. Yeah. <laughs> I learned something this uh, past weekend, Cliff. Uh, really? Yes, what? I did. What, uh, what was it? I learned that for every Tupperware container, yeah. there is a lid, but it's nowhere to be found in my home. <laughs> and I think this is absolute genius from the whoever came up with this at Tupperware. Yeah. When they can create something mm-hmm. that has disappearing lids. They like van. It's like a magic act around my house. Yeah. Now, I don't know where they could possibly be going. It's not like somebody says, hey, weed, come to the house and bring some food and Tupperware, because they know I'm not bringing food anywhere. Yeah. No, because you don't cook. That's right. Yeah. I'm to the point, Cliff, mm-hmm. that I'm just going to, I think, throw it all out yeah, and, and start, start from scratch. Right. That's how disgusted I am. <laughs> And how sad it is, Cliff. It's, it's I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say that you're probably not the only household who has that issue. So there is something to be said about, I don't know, some secret conspiracy on behalf of the container industry <laughs> to get you to buy more. <laughs> how sad is this, Cliff? Yeah. That that's what I did this weekend for entertainment, too. <laughs> Sorting your Tupperware. Yes, I was looking for <laughs> lids for my Tupperware. <sighs> oh, my. I know, I know. Another, another another, fun weekend at Weed's House. Oh, boy, it's a party every day. Weed, there was a time when, if you parked around the downtown square in Princeton, you were required to feed a parking meter. 
As a young child, I remember mom or dad digging for nickels to put money in there when we went to Penny's or some other spot downtown. That kind of dates me. When people complain, city leaders would say that there was free parking because what is now Centennial Park was a massive slab of pavement where there were no meters. But by and large, that was always way over there and we wanted to be way over here. So pumping pennies and nickels into the meters became the norm of going up to the square. The big lot with the free parking sign is now history in Princeton and so are the meters. But in many communities, they do remain. Although in Great Falls, Montana, they've been pulled off the streets recently and it's how they got removed that's the most interesting story of well parking meters that you'll hear today great falls stopped charging for parking when the pandemic started but that wasn't the real reason they decided to remove the the meters completely from the downtown area that's because there was only one key to access the coin box in every meter and the police couldn't find it (laughs) initially they thought the key was stolen City leaders decided that removing the meters entirely would prevent their damage along with the theft of change from them. Last week, with the meters gone and nearly three months of a missing key, it turned up in an elevator room at the police station. <laughs> couldn't, There's no uh, key. <laughs> couldn't uh, a locksmith fix that problem, Cliff? I, w- I would think so. I mean, I don't know. I'm not an expert in that area. I think they can make a key to just about anything you need. I I would agree. But I w- the, the people in Great Falls, Montana, thought the solution to the problem of losing the key would be to just remove all the meters. Although, to their defense, if you just make a new key, if it was stolen, someone has the old key, and then they could just steal all the money. Well, that is a good point right there. Yeah. But I would hate for the leaders of that town to lose the key to their house. <laughs> Let's tear that dude down. Yeah, we got to get another one. That's right. We had to tear the house down because we lost the key. When I read this morning, Cliff, that that gigantic Sturgis motorcycle rally is kicking off this Friday in South Dakota. I I heard that, um, I didn't know what the date was, but that they had decided uh, it's a go. We're going to have it. They're going to have it. 250,000 people are expected in that town, Cliff, yep. mm-hmm. starting on Friday through Sunday. Yep. And I think Harley-Davidson is going to be the sponsor this year uh-huh. of the Medivac helicopter to get everyone so out. I was going to say. <laughs> this may not be the year, boys and girls, to yep. gather in a quarter of a million people in one little small area. Yeah. I'm no scientist, Cliff. I'm not a doctor. We, we know that. But <laughs> I'd be a little hesitant to be there. Mm. Yeah. I know, Cliff, we can do a lot of things. We can mix a lot of different things together and come up with something we think is really good. And mm-hmm. I'm not so sure that there comes a point, though, when we ought to just say, that's enough. And I'm talking to Coca-Cola this morning, Cliff. <laughs> Coca-Cola? Yes. What is, what is Coca-Cola doing to you this morning? Well, they're not my favorite drink by any means, but, you know, in yeah. a pinch, I enjoy a Coca-Cola from time to time. Yeah. But they're going to infuse it with coffee now. <laughs> Three different blends of super caffeinated coffee. Okay. Now, if you remember, Cliff, and I keep up with my soda pops, they yeah. tried this same thing 14 years ago, and nobody liked it, and so they took it off of their shelves. And I guess they think with everything going on, 
our tastes have deteriorate, deteriorated to the point that That's we'll go right. for anything we'll, now. We'll drink anything. Yes. They could, Cliff. Yeah. They could, if they wanted, make liver and onions flavored Sprite. But that's not a good idea either. <laughs> no, but they could. They could. I hope I haven't given them another idea you, right now. Into a, yeah. And, you know, the people who want to have more caffeine in their cola can just get some of that Jolt cola. Remember that stuff? Oh, do I? Yeah, I mean, they still make that. You can still buy that. Where do you get it at? Do you know? Uh, I'm going to have to look it up. I don't remember, but... It's got super-duper caffeine in it, I'll tell you that. Oh, tell me about it. I drank two of those one night on the way to Evansville to play pool. Oh, no. Now, you know, with pool playing, Cliff, you want your hands as steady as possible. Steady. Yes. And, and I'm guessing that you had some difficulty not shaking. I couldn't hold my stick. <laughs> and I couldn't stay out of the bathroom. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. it's... Yes, that's... I don't know what a monster drink tastes like or what it does to you, but I know what a jolt does. <laughs> exactly what the name says it does. Yeah. Cliff a text message saying that jolt stuff can't be possibly that bad. I'm telling you, it's a precautionary tale here. <laughs> and I'm only half kidding. I'm not so sure I would survive, Cliff, if I uh, drank two of those things on my drive two. to Evansville. Wow. Like I did years yeah. ago. And years, yeah, I mean, your, your body was younger then. You could have yes. taken shock. Yes. Now... Most people can get to Evansville in 30 minutes. It takes me about 35, and I still couldn't make it because I'm telling yeah. you, Cliff, mm -hmm. that night that I did that, mm -hmm. I literally was taking the brush that they had at the establishment, going around to other tables and sweeping up the felt on there, <laughs> trying to clean them all up. And when people was, are playing, they don't like that. They don't like that at all. They don't like that at all. <laughs> I'm moving balls around, trying to get the felt all cleaned That's off. Just, and yeah, no, they they don't want you to touch their balls while they're playing pool. No, not at all. I mean, they're where they're at, they're stationary, leave them alone. But no, no, I have to come over there because I'm like keyed up like crazy. So yeah. I wouldn't do that. But I've been sitting here thinking, Cliff, you can put a little Jack Daniels in a jolt. <laughs> and after enough of those. You kind of balance out. Well, I didn't do it then. I wished I had. But I think if you did that now, you could do... Um, a lot of stupid stuff with gusto. <laughs> do, do stupid stuff with gusto. I really think you could, Cliff, after about three or four of them. <laughs> Weed here's an uplifting story about two high school kids knocking one out of the park in a program sponsored by NASA where they got to do real-world science. But as you might expect, there's a twist. NASA's been collecting data from a telescope Sitting high on a mountaintop in Hawaii, it then sends that data to students worldwide who are participating in the program. They're trained to use a software a program to look for moving objects in those pictures of the skies, whatever they may be. And back on July 23rd, NASA confirmed to Indian students Radhika Lakani and Vedihai Vakaria, both in grade 10, that they discovered a never-before-seen asteroid, which is now named... HLV 2514. And with it being 2020, there's only one place that asteroid could be heading. Right towards Earth! Well, so far, astronomers say when it passes Earth, it'll be about ten times the distance from the Earth to the Moon. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. I'm glad they didn't name it after their last names because that yeah, would have been a... No one, no one would know what... Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. not even sure I could come up with the one that you just said. <laughs> well, Cliff, we're getting ready to give away our...
prize package, hopefully, and not play the punishment song that you've selected <laughs> this morning. Hopefully. And the way we're going to play it today yeah. is mm-hmm. National Watermelon Day. Okay. I'm going to give you three facts about watermelons. Okay. But one of them is an absolute lie about watermelons. That's right. We're lying about watermelons this morning. <laughs> That's how we roll. That's right. If you can pick out the lie, you're going to win our prize package. If you can't, then the punishment song will be played. And once again, Cliff, the punishment song is what? Is a brand new release by Taylor Swift called Betty. Hey, hi. Who's this? Gene Osborne. Okay, Gene, where are you from? Monroe City. All right. Are you uh, aware of what's on uh, on the line for you today? Uh, not really. <laughs> oh, Gene. Oh, Gene. You may have stepped into it this morning, Gene. Oh, no. Yeah. Wash your shoes when you get done. Yes. Well, we're playing, okay. the, we're playing the punishment game. Are you familiar with that? Uh, yes. All right, Gene. Well, our punishment song today has been selected by Cliff, and it's a yeah. Taylor Swift song. It's her brand new one. And if you get this yeah. wrong, mm-hmm. we're going to be hearing Betty by Taylor Swift. Are you a Taylor Swift fan by any chance, Gene? Yes. Oh, my. You might be throwing off then, mightn't you? <laughs> oh, no. Don't do that to us, Gene. Uh, well, okay. do, you, do you know well, anything you about go. watermelons, Gene? Well, I know how to eat them. Well, there you go. Well, you could be a right person. Well, Gene, I'm going to give you three statements about watermelons, okay? Mm-hmm. And one of them is a total lie. And you tell me which one is the lie, and we're going to give you all these prizes, including Holiday World tickets, Beach Bend. We've got Montana Mike in there, Corvette Museum. You can go all over the place, okay? Oh, sounds good. All right, Gene, here it is. Statement number one. Technically, watermelons are a fruit and a vegetable. Number two. Grocery stores have been selling seedless watermelons since the 1920s. And number three, Gene, watermelons are 92% water. Which one's the lie, Gene? The third one. Watermelons are 92% water? Oh. Is that the one you think's the lie? No. No. uh, Let's go with number one. They're technically a fruit and a vegetable. Yeah. That's a great selection, Gene. Ooh. Sadly, it's wrong, but it's a great selection. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so you're going to get to hear Taylor Swift this morning, Gene. Well, good. Uh, well, I hope I hope you say that at the end of it. But thanks for playing, Gene, and you have a great day yeah. and be safe out there. Okay. Uh, all right. You too. You Thank too. You. Bye, Gene. Bye. <laughs> Boy, when she said number three, I was like, she's going to come back and get it, Cliff. It's number two. Seedless I was watermelons. thinking number two, yeah. Yes. I figured she would she would go for number two. Yeah. I did, too. It was 1939 in Japan, but it didn't hit stores over here until 1990s. Seedless well. watermelons. So, Cliff, without further ado, I wish I could do it a little bit. Yep. Here we go. And it's all Gene's fault. Yeah. And a little bit Cliff's, too. <laughs> Thank you, Cliff. Thank <laughs> you, pleasure. Gene. Thanks to both of you this morning. And uh, I that think was, go ahead. It was my pleasure. It yes, was my pleasure. I, th- I kind of thought you did have pleasure there. Yeah. Well, I was kind of hoping Gene would get that right because first of all, I wanted her to win the prizes, and then second of yeah. all, I had a Garth Brooks song loaded up as a. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cliff, the great thing that I love about this program, yeah, and there are a couple of things. One of them, of course, <laughs> is coming up to take it to the bank. 
Yeah, I suspected you'd say that. And yeah. the other thing is you never know where this program's going to lead whenever you get here in the morning and well, as the day true. goes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, that is all because of our wonderful 11 listeners who uh, mm-hmm. suggest things, probably not even knowing that they have. And that happened early <laughs> this morning. Yeah. Right off the bat, Cliff, I'm sure no one listening now was paying any attention or listening at a little after 6. Yeah. But we mentioned my problem with Tupperware and the <laughs> lids being gone from my house. And that's how I spent my weekend trying to hunt down lost lids from Tupperware. Yeah. Yeah, that was really early this morning. Real early, first thing. And I mentioned in there, Cliff, that I was thinking about just taking all of the uh, Tupperware that I have with no lids and just throwing them away and starting from scratch. And it wasn't two minutes after we said that, or I said that, that Uh a listener sent a text message in going, what does starting from scratch actually mean? Where did that come from? And I thought, that's perfect, Cliff. That could be our take it to the bank today. Hmm. You're absolutely right. I mean, it's just one of those figures of speech, but where did it come from? You've heard of it all your life, haven't you? Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And you have no idea, do you, Cliff? I, had, I do not, no. Well, I did some research, did a little work, mainly during the 7 and 8 o'clock news segment, but that's when I yeah, was doing my work. Yeah, because when you should have been paying attention to what I was doing... You were off doing something else. Yes, and so our Take It to the Bank today will be about the word scratch. It's time now for Take It to the Bank, and today we're talking about the word scratch, as in we're going to start from scratch. Okay. Now, it was originally, Cliff, the Mm -hmm. line or the mark drawn to indicate the point from which competitors had to start a race, unless they had been awarded an advantage and they were able to start ahead of this line. So a competitor that started from scratch would start from a position without any advantage over the competition. Okay. And a competitor who was up to scratch was good enough talent-wise to start a race and didn't need any help. It also applies to boxing, too. Because years ago, before they had a boxing match, they would scratch a line in the dirt, or on the ground, and the contestants had to walk up to the line before the fisticuff started. (laughs) Okay. And that's where it came from. All of that you can take straight to the bank, which was much better, Cliff, than what I had planned to talk about for Uh Take It to the Bank earlier. What what was your original topic? Tupperware and their conspiracy against us. Against you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Cliff, I remember when this movie came out, Scream, I thought this thing was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Now, I didn't go to the theater and watch it. I just waited till it came on TV. But I still, it kind of had me on the edge, and yet it's not bloody or gory or anything like that. Yeah. And they're already working on Scream 5. <laughs> How many is enough? I I don't know, but they're working on that, and of course it's going to open up like most of them. Yeah. With the killer calling a high school girl on the phone and asking her, what's her favorite scary movie? (laughs) And of course, this time, Cliff, she's going to reply, 2020. That's the scariest thing I can think of. what's, What's more scary than a work of fiction presented in film format? 
The actual year 2020. Yeah, that's exactly right, Cliff. And I got a text message, Cliff, that somebody suggested that we use Tony Bennett as a punishment song, and I just really? can't do that. I can't do that. No, no, Tony Bennett's cool. I love Tony Bennett's voice. <laughs> it's not doesn't fit this format of, I mean, that wouldn't stop us from playing Tony Bennett. It's not country music, but he's too cool for that. He is too cool for that, and today he's 94 years old. Wow. Yes. Wow. And he was, of course, famous for, you know, that song, I Left My Heart in San Francisco. Yeah. If I ever make it to 94, I'll be lucky if I can remember my pants when I leave the house. That's, <laughs> you know, I left my pants in the house again uh, or something yeah. like that. They'll be singing. Like, instead of, instead of I left my heart in San Francisco, I left my pants in the house. Yes. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. They don't want you to touch their balls. While they're playing pool. Number two. I figured she would go for number two. <laughs> it's always going to be that, isn't it? It's always going to be that. Yeah, you're uh -huh. right. <laughs> I knew it. And the number one morning road show phrase for today. Do stupid stuff with gusto. Oh, I'm telling you. Jack Daniels and Jolt. Yep, that'll do it. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.